This is the Jesus Only Speaks the Truth podcast. My name is Dennis McGee Jr. Today is Tuesday, October the 22nd, 2019. It is quickly approaching 11 o'clock in the morning here in the Philadelphia, Pennsylvania area. This message entitled, Holy Water in Your Household, a Must. Holy Water in Your Household, a Must. Okay, the first thing to understand about holy water is what's what's the reasoning? Why 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 is it a must? Well, before I identify the power of holy water, which is a gift from God, and I'll get into that in just a second, it's important to recognize that spiritual battles are real. That's that is a, a foremost to understanding the, the importance of holy water in your soul. Now, where can I cite that? Well, first of all, just reading through the gospels. How many times do we see Jesus driving out demons? And I talk often about the Diary of Divine Mercy, which is when Jesus appeared to St. Faustina from 1925 to 1938 in Poland. Uh, These are known as the Divine Mercy apparitions, which have been given uh, full approval by the Catholic Church and really were fully embraced by then Pope John Paul II through uh, through his papal reign, if you will. On another note, there's a great movie that's coming out. Uh, I think it's going to air all across theaters on Monday, October the 28th, which happens to be the Feast of St. Jude, who uh, has been a great intercessor for me personally, uh, and because of that has become my uh, patron saint. But I want to stay focused on the point that, so anyway, this movie's coming out, and it is in, I think it is entitled Love and Mercy, and it is uh, moving in theaters for, I believe, all across America. That is my understanding uh, on Monday, October 28th. I know it's in, it's in the Philadelphia area, and it's already sold out in a lot of the theaters. So if you haven't gotten your tickets, uh, I definitely would get your tickets. But it's going to highlight the apparitions of Jesus to St. Faustina, which uh, the emphasis, of course, is on the mercy of Jesus and how his mercy is unfathomable. And his there's a recognition of his omnipotence because these are many times what cause doubt is Oftentimes what causes doubt is we doubt God's power and we doubt God's goodness. Well, this message is a remedy for that. You understand very quickly, as Jesus tells us, and he tells us this in Scripture, that Jesus has power and authority over all things in heaven and on earth. And Jesus has, there's, a, there's an awesome uh, healing in the Diary of Divine Mercy where Jesus heals St. Faustina in front of the Blessed Sacrament. I know it was June 23rd. I forget exactly which year it was. I'm going to think 1935 or 1936. Uh, And Jesus heals St. Faustina in front of the Blessed Sacrament. And Jesus tells her, you see, I can give you everything in one moment. I am not constrained by any law. Amen. Let those words resound within our heads and hearts because it's that then we understand God's power. He can do anything at any moment. And Jesus is not constrained by any law. There's nothing that constrains our Lord. And of course, within this message, we also hear about the goodness of Jesus and how important it is to believe in his goodness. One of my favorite quotations, which I quoted last on the last podcast, is where Jesus says, Most dear to me is the soul that strongly believes in my goodness. Most dear to me is the soul that strongly believes in my goodness. 
Then Jesus goes on to say, I heap my confidence upon it and give it all it asks. Amen. So it's so important to understand the power of Jesus, his power and his mercy, his goodness, his kindness towards us. It's unfathomable. There's no words to describe it. But getting into the idea of spiritual warfare, Jesus actually gives what he calls a conference on spiritual warfare to St. Faustina. So the idea that spiritual warfare is real. So many times, you know, we talk about in life, think about the issues we're currently having in modern times with regards to addictions. There's addictions running rampant of every kind. Uh, divorce is at all times high, all time highs in our country. Suicides are also at all time highs. And at the core of a lot of this is confusion. Well, where is this confusion coming from? A lot of this confusion, the confusion does not come from God. Understand that first and foremost. Confusion is that does not come from Jesus. How do I say that with such certainty? Because Jesus says that he is, in fact, the truth. He says that in Scripture, right? I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. So therefore, everything Jesus says is true. Hence, Jesus only speaks the truth. Truth is the remedy for confusion. We have to take Jesus at his word. So understanding that spiritual warfare is real. You know, a lot of times uh, we understand that, that uh, anxiety is real, discouragement is real, uh, doubt is real, all these things. But where is it coming from? It is through spiritual battles. And some people have become very accustomed to this. But I, the point I want to get at is when you understand that spiritual warfare is real. You know, there's many saints through history. Even modern history. You know, St. Faustina sees, she sees spiritual battles. Uh, St. Padre Pio witnesses spiritual battles. He's in the midst of spiritual battle, often. What a strong man. What a strong saint. Uh, all of these saints. St. Margaret Mary, who we just celebrated her feast day. Who Jesus appears with regards to the sacred heart apparitions. Saints experience spiritual warfare and they write about it often. But yet... We're so uncomfortable talking about it. Why? Because we can't see it, right? But if we can cite places in Scripture where Jesus talks about it, it gives us uh, more credibility in our words because we're leaning on the words of Jesus, not on our own words. We're leaning on the words of these saints that have witnessed things, written things that they've witnessed and seen and experienced. So if you're with me that spiritual warfare is real, it's incredibly easy to get to bridge the idea that holy water in your household is a must. Now, uh, we haven't had holy water in our household till recently, and I have no excuse for it, which is why I'm giving this message on it. And we actually had a retreat at our church a few weeks ago, and one of the things that I received, I think, from the from the retreat is yes, the grace of the the, the reality that spiritual warfare is real. And that one of the great gifts that Jesus gives us is the gift of holy water. And I immediately brought holy water home to our house. I blessed every room in our house. I, I made the sign of the cross uh, when applying the holy water to um, every room in the house, including, of course, my, myself and my wife. And I have to tell you, there was a tremendous amount of peace that I felt afterwards. And I'm, con I'm still continuing to feel through blessing uh, myself and our household with holy water. Now, 
to understand the importance of holy water and to understand the authenticity of it, it's important. Some may say, well, how do I know, you know, where does Jesus talk about holy water in Scripture? Well, obviously, we, we hear of baptism, right? But this is, we're talking about the sacramental of holy water, and I want to make sure I make clear, this is very easy to understand when you, when you take Jesus at his word and you see in the book of St. Matthew chapter 16, what's happening? Talked about it a few weeks ago. Jesus is talking to St. Peter, witnessed by his apostles. And Jesus is saying, Peter, upon you, I'm founding my church. And what you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. What you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. And the gates of the netherworld shall not, shall not prevail against this church. What church is it that Jesus has found? He's found in the Catholic Church. It's, it's a historical fact. Catholic Church is the one that's existed for 2,000 years. So what does the Catholic Church say? What does the Catholic Church say about holy water? It talks very clearly about, the, about a priest being able to, to bless that water and gives the authority of the priest. See, that's the important thing to understand from that passage is that you're seeing the authority, apostolic succession handed down through the church. Hence, the church makes it clear about the sacramental of holy water being a sacred object once it's blessed by a priest. So having it in your household gives you a distinct advantage in spiritual warfare. Think of holy water like a gift from God to make your life easier because that's what it is. That's, all, that, that's, that's very simply what it is. There's many sacramentals we ought to have in our house. Uh, we should have crucifix. We should have the sacred image, images of our blessed mother Mary, images of the infant Jesus, images of the holy face of Jesus, the sacred heart of Jesus, whatever the church says, anything, any, these are all great and wonderful gifts from God that are great to have in your home for more peace. And holy water is another incredibly strong option that I think is really, it's a must. It's, I would say it's mandatory. In the, in, in the in spiritual battle. Why? Because it's blessed and it allows for peace to be in your home. The other tie-in I want to make with holy water is once you make, once you sprinkle holy water in your household, uh, once you um, have holy water placed upon your head, it is imperative to make the sign of the cross in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The sign of the cross is taught in Scripture with Jesus himself when he resurrects. I believe it's in the book of St. Matthew. I believe it's chapter 28. I'd have to double check that. And Jesus is talking about the sign of the cross, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The sign of the cross is great and wonderful and powerful in the midst of spiritual battle. We see that in the Diary of Divine Mercy. When St. Faustina herself, she's, it, she sees and witnesses things, and then she makes the sign of the cross, and demons flee. Holy water, place the holy water upon rooms in your household, upon yourself, and make the sign of the cross, and you will receive great peace. Two other references I want to make to the sign of the cross here because this is the tie-in, the importance. The whole goal is that you, if you're hearing, listen to this message, that you would have victory in spiritual battle. That's the goal. That is the goal. And what's that going to lead to? Happiness. 
a decrease in addictions, a decrease in divorce, a decrease in suicides, a decrease in confusion, an increase in truth, an increase in healing, an increase in blessings, and God's generosity, and God's mercy, and God's peace. Two other references I want to make to the sign of the cross. Flame of love devotion. Our blessed mother Mary appears to Elizabeth Kindleman, and then so does Jesus. You know what? I parted me. I actually don't know if they actually physically appeared or if it was just if it was through conversations. I believe it was actually through conversations. Jesus and Mary conversed directly with Elizabeth Kindleman in the 1960s, which has become known as the Flame of Love Devotion, fully approved by the Catholic Church. It's really becoming it's it's becoming uh, it's really taking root in the Philadelphia area in a very special way. Look for it to spread throughout the country over the next few years which I believe it will by God's grace and by our Blessed Mother's intercession. The flame of love, our Blessed Mother highlights as one of the most important parts of this devotion, the importance of making the sign of the cross, specifically five times to begin prayer and five times to end prayer. Why five times? Each sign of the cross in honor of the holy wounds of Jesus, referencing that wounds in our Lord's hands, feet, and side, piercing his sacred heart. What does that do? Well, we find out in the, in the Flame of Love devotion, it actually draws us closer to God the Father. Isn't that amazing? Last point, last point. If you listen to Relevant Radio, they just did a special on this, what, two weeks ago. Our Lady, within the last two weeks, Our Lady of Good Help, apparitions. Our Lady of Good Help. There's only one approved Marian apparition in the United States of America. I guess it was, I think it was 1859. I'd have to double check the year. In Champion, Wisconsin. One of the great, two of the great messages our Blessed Mother gives to us in America. Teach the catechism. The teachings of the Catholic Church. Why? Because Jesus founded the Catholic Church. And two, make the sign of the cross. We are busy. Lives have gotten busy. We're occupied with work, family, all sorts of things. It takes but a moment to bless yourself with holy water and make the sign of the cross. What, do, what will that lead to? It will lead to victory. What is victory? It's peace. It's happiness. It's mercy. It's God's blessings, God's generosity. I urge you, if you're hearing this message, do what is in your power to make sure you have holy water in your household. Bless yourself and your home with the holy water, making the sign of the cross. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks be to God. Amen. My name is Dennis McGee Jr. Thank you for taking the time to listen, support, and share this message. This is the Jesus Only Speaks the Truth podcast.